0: Alright, first off I want to give a big shout out to Robert Wilkinson Who is the newest uh, uh, Patreon subscriber, Patreon member, uh, Patreon supporter um, So big shout out to Rob, you might know him as Drunk Rob from Drunk Rob and the Shots Even though he's been sober for some years now So now he's sober Rob down in Florida So I uh, appreciate you man, thanks you for uh, uh, donating to the show and keeping the show going and growing And if you want to know how to actively support the show Go to Big Truth, uh, well actually sorry, go to Patreon.com slash Big Truth, again Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Big Truth, and that's a way for listeners to be able to uh, financially support the show. Um, You guys are the uh, salt of the earth in my eyes, man, you keep this thing, keep the lights on here, keep us us going. and while we're talking about people that help us out, I gotta give a big shout out to Old Bike Barn at OldBikeBarn.com. Uh, they are your source for motorcycle parts, especially if you have uh, an old Japanese bike and need to find some of the old uh, Japanese parts. So uh, check them out at OldBikeBarn.com or on Instagram at OldBikeBarn.com. Um, if you happen to be in the unfortunate situation where you find yourself in a motorcycle accident, you need to check out Law Tigers over at LawTigers.com or on Facebook type in Law Tigers plus your state so that you can get in touch with the local office um, that will be able to help you out better. But go to LawTigers.com or go to Facebook and type in Law Tigers in your state to get some help there. They are a motorcycle um uh, law firm that was founded by riders for riders and they specialize in uh, accidents and injuries. Um, if you need, uh, if you have any troubles with inflammation or sleeping, or insomnia, anxiety, things like that, and you wanted to try out some CBD but you are unsure where to go, you need to check out Crater Lake Clear CBD. All organic uh All legit. If you go to their website, CradleLateClear.com, it goes through all their processes of how they uh, extract and make the CBD from the best uh, materials on the planet. It's not some garbage at the bodega that's got all chemicals and garbage in it. Uh, You need to get the real source, CradleLateClear.com. If you use the promo code BIGTRUTH at checkout, you will get 20% off your order. Now, if you have a pet that's in the same situation, a cat or a dog or a horse even, uh, you need to check out C. because they make CBD, real top-of-the-line CBD uh, for your animals. So check them out at vetcs.com. And if you use the promo code BIGTRUTH there, you get uh, at checkout, you get 10% off your order. And while we're talking about saving your money, uh, you need to check out Amirtha if you are looking for some clothes. Spring's coming, summer's coming, you got to get some new T-shirts, Got to get outfitted, looking proper and correct. Check out amirthamia.com. Um It's O-M-E-R-T-A-M-I-A, or on Instagram and Facebook and all that, simply at Amertamia. They uh, are top-of-the-line clothing company, uh, fully backed by me because they're brothers of mine, but, I mean, they uh, print on U.S.-made shirts and uh, stuff wherever, and use U.S.-made apparel wherever possible. Um, They... uh, you know, you just need to check them out. If you've seen the shirts like Intimidate All Witnesses or Mind Your Business, things like that, that's them. So check, check them out, com. Use the promo code BigTruth at checkout for 20% off your order there. Um, if uh, And while you're looking for clothes, check out Pitchfork at PitchforkNY.com or on Instagram at PitchforkNY. Uh, they are mainstay in the punk, hardcore, and uh, extreme music uh uh, metal and whatnot, extreme music uh, industry, uh, clothing company. It's the shit all your favorite bands wear. Uh, they also got a web. They also got a um, record label, and they're doing a limited release of seven inches, and they got a new LP, a New York hardcore compilation LP. So check them out, PitchforkNY.com. If you're looking for more clothing and weird shit and uh, uh, nefarious wares and whatnot, and you're into weird shit like serial killers and cults and like the occult or you know just dark shit but you're you're also into music like stoner and doom rock and hardcore and whatnot but you're into like show vans or like 70s boogie vans and choppers and things like that then heavy has got what you need and you need to check them out at heavy.bigcartel.com or on instagram at heavy clothing my man zach doob uh, also helps me out a lot behind the scenes as a low-key producer on this show. So check out Heavy at Heavy Clothing um, on Instagram or heavy.bigcartel.com. If you... Are into motorcycles and riding motorcycles and want more information about the world of motorcycles? You need to check out Chop Cult, uh, which is the biggest information clearinghouse and message board and whatnot on this uh, topic. Uh, they got, like I said, they got a message board that's broken up by topic. They got an online swap meet where you can buy, sell, and trade parts. They got a uh, online uh, calendar of events so you can find motorcycle-related events all across the world, broken up by area and by date. And, uh, yeah, just cool shit. So check them out on and, – and everything is absolutely free. They don't ask for your credit card, none of that shit. You just uh, sign up for free. So you can find them at Chop Cult on Instagram and all the social media, simply at Chop Cult or go to chopcult.com. If you're looking for more uh, motorcycle parts and clothing, then – you're more than welcome to check out my shop, which is a full-service brick-and-mortar motorcycle shop. It's chopahead.com, C-H-O-P-P-A-H-E-D. No. C-H-O-P-P-A-H-E-A-D dot com. Uh, I knew something was wrong there. But yeah, Chop Uh, we're located at 13 County Road in East Freetown. You can come in. Uh, so if you uh spring's coming, you want to get some new gear, you don't know what size your head is, your noggin grew over COVID or whatnot, uh, you got brain encephalitis or some shit and your head swole, you need to check out, come in and try on helmets. We got we carry Bell, Biltwell, Simpson, all kinds of shit. Um, and uh we got a parts counter, we got a full service shop in the back, so whether you need an oil change or a full custom chopper built, we got you on lock. Check us out, chopahead.com, on Instagram at chopahead, and on Facebook at Customs, customs with a K. Um, and last but not least... If you want more information on the podcast, check out BigTruthPodcast.com. Now, before we get into it today, I just want to... This is a different uh, format. We recorded this one live at the Mama Tried Show in Milwaukee, Wisconsin on March 5th. So this is a live broadcast. Well, not even a broadcast, but this is a live recording. um, And uh, we had a litany of guests come on uh, from all over the motorcycle industry and the motorcycle world. And I can't thank everyone enough for coming on. And uh, thank you to Scott and um, Warren from Mama Tried Show and Flat Out Friday for uh, hosting the event. Uh, thank you for everyone that came by and watched for a little bit, all the spectators. But again, thanks for everyone on the get on the guest list that came in and. Uh, and for Kenny, uh, Kenny Cupcakes from New York, uh, my man that helps me over here at Chop Ed, he uh, he kind of ran the show for me and uh, corralled the guests and kept it moving and warned me when when time was getting up and everything. And also, guys, shout out to production crew that the uh, that the event had there. And also, just so you know, there's a video component of this. You can watch it on YouTube or on my uh, YouTube page, which is just a Big Truth Podcast. So check it out there. But uh, without further ado, let's get into it right now.
1: The Big
2: Truth
3: is on you. Let it down the matches. Get ready! It's 2.5, 6,
0: 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... We have a lift off. I used to, I'm used to having the theme music to come in off of but I'll be like, Yes, welcome to another episode of the Big Truth Podcast and uh stoked to be broadcasting live from the Obama Tride show in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, my second favorite place in the world outside of Boston.
2: What
0: the fuck's up, Milwaukee? I'm here with Scott. Scott owns Fuel, one of the owners of Fuel Cafe, but more importantly, one of the organizers of the event today, Flat Out Friday, and Mama Tried Show. Scott's been a guest on the podcast before, but we did it. Uh, the COVID way over the phone. Way better to be sitting here with you, bud.
2: Yeah, it's great to be here. What's great to, happening, Great to
0: man. have you in Milwaukee, Truths. Oh, I love it, man. I, uh, one of my favorite times ever in life is uh, for the Harley 100th. I came out, and I got off the plane, and Milwaukee Mike, you know Mike. And, yes. And Spanner and a couple of guys picked me up, put me on Spanner's extra bike. It was a F- Triumph 500. <laughs> These guys are all on Big Twins. I'm not a small guy. And we we'll would go right to the bar, get bombed, and then we're bombing around the highways.
2: And I was killer. It was a good time, man. That's a great crew to get started with the first time coming to this town, oh, yeah, that's for yeah. sure.
0: Absolutely. Milwaukee's always been a welcoming place, always been a good time. I mean, you are you you have a city whose main industry is beer and motorcycles. Yeah. Like, it's hard to have a bad time here.
2: I guess that's true. You know, it's funny being here, when you grow up here, you kind of forget that we have those things as like, a, you know, like legs of the stool, you know, yeah. the beer and the motorcycles are both, you know, whole holding up the town and it, we just kind of take it for granted, but it, it's a great town and it's a great motorcycle scene in Milwaukee too, which I think, you know, sort of contributes to the success of uh, Mama Tried Show, Flat Out Friday, you know, even Fuel. Um, yeah, I don't know what it's like in Boston, but uh, in, or in the Northeast, but w- in Milwaukee, we have, especially in like the race culture, like you said, they you just show up and someone just lends you a bike. If you you know if you if you don't have a bike to ride, someone will just be like, here, just use mine. No questions asked. You know it it it's a big it's a very uh, sharing culture. Everybody's really into it for the uh, you know just just to have a good time. And it's it's not about like oh I've got this or I've got that. I think that that's kind of I don't know if that's unique to this place, but it's always been inherent.
0: I think in the general motorcycle community that, like, we all know there's different, like, kind of subcultures within a culture. Yeah. But the crowd that would be here at this type of show. Yeah. Like, I think that's tried and true anywhere. Like, like, Boston doesn't have as big of a motorcycle scene as Milwaukee, obviously, for, you know, we don't have Harley or whatever right here. Yeah, I suppose. But, you know, I got... A ton of people that would let you borrow a bike. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, Get yeah. yeah. I'm sure in yeah. your, yeah, in your circles, yeah.
2: like everybody's super cool because yeah. you're cool and your friends are cool, and you guys, you guys have that thing about you, and that's what that's what makes it great.
0: But that exists everywhere in the country, yeah. in small pockets, yeah, that's which true. makes our that's un- subculture kind of even more unique yeah. in the general yeah. motorcycle world. Yeah, I think you know I what I mean. I think so
2: too, and I think that, and like what you said. Like this show doesn't appeal to everyone, just like every show doesn't appeal to everyone, right? Everyone, yeah. every show has its unique uh, personality that appeals to you know the people that it appeals to, and it doesn't, you know, if you try to be everything to everyone, it doesn't really, you don't really have much. So it's like you just do the thing that makes you happy that, you're, that you you into with your friends, and if people uh, like like that and come to it and have yeah. a good time that's what it's all about absolutely plus I think the other thing that's cool about
0: the shows of I don't want to say of this level because you guys kind of got a really good solid crazy thing going here um, but I mean the community that appeal the show appeals to like there's shows like in Texas or there's shows by us or there's shows in California that appeal to the same crowd but they all got their own local Yeah. Culture or flavor to it yeah. that makes them all interested, and yeah. it's cool to hit that circuit. Yeah. And we're all on the same circuit
2: because yeah. I, yeah. I see you everywhere else as much as I see you here. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and, exactly. and whatever. But and uh, you know, one thing I was going to ask about you ask you about it was like, there's that intersection too of like punk and motorcycling and like skateboarding, and like yeah. is that how? How prevalent is that? Like did would that have a lot of effect in like how you got it? I think we talked about this on the podcast and you probably get asked this a lot, but does that really have a big So for me,
0: motorcycles was the not logical next step of punk rock. Okay. And hardcore and skateboarding, which was loud, fast and dangerous and yeah. do it yourself, yeah. and antisocial yeah. and whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um and I, I feel now more like when I was young and first getting into it, a lot of the people I met were more of the traditional biker, gray beard dudes, yeah. Leonard Skinner dudes, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah which exactly. Which is cool. Like, Exa- yeah, yeah, end, you know yeah what I exactly. Mean? But now I think it's been a logical progression for a lot of people. So a lot of people you meet in this world, especially younger people like have come from some kind of other yep. subculture over to yep. this, like yep. whether, whether it's skating or yep. punk or hardcore metal or whatever. It's, yep. there's been a lot of overlap yeah. I, and I like it because those are the worlds I operate in.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I just
0: don't like it when people don't respect the ways of those worlds. And yes. We will get into that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, for, for all the listeners at home and for our friend, Mr. Simich, he was supposed to be here.
2: Yeah, uh, we got to talk about Farco, Nick.
0: So just give a big shout out to yeah. Farco Enterprises Worldwide.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, the, Nick Simich is a good friend of ours. Uh, yeah. A few years ago, at a, it was like an after party of Mom Tried. It was like 2017 yeah. or something like that. We all hung out at the Palomino. It was late night, and we 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 had we had a table full of really interesting and unique people, yeah, and yeah. we had we had this this great conversation that went on for hours and hours and hours, and, and Nick was such a big part of that because he he just trips in with these little quick like, yeah, quips of humor, and and he's he's if he, if you know Nick, he's a great personality, and uh, he's always like a joy to have around. He. He thinks of himself as like a bit of a, a, or like an Eeyore, you know, like, oh, you guys don't want to have me around. I'm just yeah. a bummer all the time. But he's, he brings so much good vibes, like whenever he's in the room yeah, of and course. I just love having him here. So we tried to get him here. He's, he's really busy with work and with uh, working for Yucca and that's, that's Yucca Fins. And, th- and that's great. Cause, yeah, yeah. and, and if you, if you, if you don't know about Nick, uh, Yucca Fins, like their whole marketing branding thing is, is is awesome and it's, I think it's a big part of Nick is like Nick's skills and talents doing graphic yeah. design and stuff. So,
0: and you may have known him from a, the At the Risers at, or yep, FARCO. At the Risers, whatever.
2: yep, FARCO. So, yeah, here's to Nick. Wish he was here. I had to try really hard to
0: pronounce the R in FARCO
2: when I said that <laughs> so that uh, you know
0: the listeners from everywhere could understand,
2: but. Um, <laughs> i remember that's the thing you kept saying that and you're like what kind of name is faco anyway <laughs> yeah, faco, yeah. <laughs> he's like i
0: just wanted to bum people out and i was like good enough for me dude i'm down 100 <laughs> well, percent. so what's coming up so obviously this live podcast um segment like is a new thing at shows and a first that mama tried like what else is uh kind of on the Skyline for Mama Tried, how's the show going to keep evolving? Like, I've already had you on and we talked yeah. about the origins, so go back yeah. and listen to Scott's episode. Yeah. Uh, we, we don't have to backtrack, but like, what do you guys got coming up, man? Because I'm sure that's what people want to know about.
2: Yeah, you know, it's a good question. I mean, we're always trying to stay relevant. You know, like you said, and I was having a conversation with a younger guy this morning, like, he's, he's a racer, but he's also in the show, and um, and he just brings a unique vibe. You know, it's, I think it's really important to keep younger people coming coming up through. And like you said, when there was a lot of gray beard guys that were, that was the scene was kind of dominated by that. And that's cool. That was, that's Now, what, I, now I am. Okay. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, <laughs> Look at yeah. me. And so, but I want to make sure that it we don't just carry our thing you know like straight through and just stay stay linear that way we want to bring in younger people the stuff that they're into and and let the show evolve um, i think it's important in flat, in uh, flat off friday that's jeremy likes to sort of curate that always being welcoming to uh, to women and people of color and just like and keep fresh people coming into the scene and because the the vibe Really, that's what it's about. And when you're bringing in fresh people and fresh perspectives, I think it's just really important. We, we don't really talk about it that much, but uh, the, you know, bringing young people in there and people from outside of this this culture, the skateboarding, punk rock, uh, you know, chopper Harley culture, people that are coming that that have fallen in love with that culture, but then they bring their own unique perspective. I think is really really important.
0: Well, I think uh, that's always showed in the array of bikes that you guys have out, because it's not just a chopper show. You guys got a lot of race bikes, a lot of just, yeah. just cool bikes, like whether it's, no matter how custom it is, like some stock kind of stock, yeah. or like Vincent out there, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot of cool shit out there, which yeah. kind of is always interesting, because I love choppers. That was my first thing, but sometimes at a certain point, you're like, all right, seem like 4,000 yeah, twenty over Springer's today. Like yeah. What else is out? You yeah. Know, yeah, we love all bikes.
2: Right? Yeah, like, yeah. There's different bikes for different things. Exactly, and I think that you know it's kind of cool how Warren and I met. Is uh, I was kind of from like vintage racing and that kind of thing, and so when I met Warren and he's you know he grew up, his dad's uh builds Harley Motors and has always had a Harley shop, so it's like that's his his lineage, and so when we first met all we were doing was just peppering each other with questions. I was like, how do you ride a hardtail? Like, I don't even understand, like, how you guys ride those things. Like, how do you ride a long bike with a Springer on it? Like, that just seems so crazy. And he's like, yeah, but why do all flat track bikes have 19-inch wheels? And, like, how do you, like, how important is suspension? And, like, where do you ride hair scrambles? And, you know, we just, like, kept peppering each other. Like, what's Arma? And, like, how do you race vintage? Like, what's vintage road race? You know, like, we were just, we would always answer a question with another question. And yeah, we just yeah. like the conversation just kept going on and on and on. And then the more I learned about, cause I was, and then really, you had a child and his name was Jeff Wright <laughs> <laughs> and he was building bikes that were right in the middle. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I think that was, you know, it was cool cause we, we, uh, we both bring like what we're interested in and our, and our interests definitely overlap. And so there's that skill set, Yeah. Which Jeff totally embodies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like bringing both of those cultures, having a, a rad uh, fabrication ability, but also like a really great style
0: and a vision. Yeah, and a
2: vision, exactly.
0: Absolutely, man. Yeah. Well, I know you got a, I know you're busy, and I thank you for even. I know you've been doing podcasts all day as
2: well. No, and it I, was great though. I know
0: you got a lot going on.
2: I'm just um, really excited that you're here and doing uh, this. And the, the, you, 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 we. I love your podcast. I know you have a lot of fans, and I think a lot of people are really excited to, to have you here. So, thank you for. Doing we just it.
0: try and. Um, Give a voice to the people in our worlds, like the yep. music worlds, the motorcycle worlds, and then the weird shit. You know, yep. get a little funky sometimes. I love some it. UFO stuff. And yeah, I love the psychedelic stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, man. We got to do that. But I uh, definitely want to thank you for taking the time to come on today, for setting this up, for putting on a good show, always putting on a good time, and facilitating facilitating a rad time for everybody, man. I know it's a lot of work. I know you and Warren and everybody involved. Like I know you got a good crew. Like. Big respect to everybody for for Thanks. putting on a good time man because that's what we need more especially coming out of the last bullshit of last couple of years of bullshit No kidding. Fucking be at shit, have a good time, be present and don't worry about pictures online. Come see that shit in person.
2: Exactly. And exactly. that's what this is so. Exactly. Fucking thank you. Thanks man.
0: All right, bro. All right. All right. Again, Mikey's been on a past episode, so look up his episode. We, we won't we 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 won't rehash origin shit because we only got a limited amount of time and I know you guys got to get up and Mikey's super I super appreciate you coming because I know you got to do a lot of video content for Lowbrow and I super appreciate you coming because I know you got to do a lot of social media content for Lowbrow but What's up? You know, <laughs> okay. we're in Milwaukee, and Fuck it's yeah, always dude. a party. I'm always full fucking throttle. No matter how many... I wanted to th- say the hour right there, but I'm, like, holding myself back.
4: <laughs> no matter how I many times... I hear time- Ken's chuckle. He knows what I'm saying. No matter how many times... It rhymes we- with Captain Picard. <laughs> Captain Picard. No matter how many times you come here, it's, it's always a good time. And Scott and Warren just do
0: an, an insane yeah. job. And I just love coming here. But no- Midwest has got it locked down between you guys with fuel and this... These are my favorite these are like sometimes I have to pick and choose and I always pick and choose these. I, I pre- it's always a good time. I have pre- never missed I, a fuel. I know like, and I appreciate I it. I appreciate it. <laughs> Even when you put me out in the back in the, <laughs> I way put, in the back put you by myself up. with a door that was locked. I put you way up front this time, <laughs> I know, Come I know, on, I know. man. I just fuck with you. I I, I I always have to fuck with you about that. So, what's going on new with you, dude? Uh, you get new book or what?
4: I'm still, I'm still procrastinating on my book.
0: Because you promised. Hey, look, oh, shit. We got two mics. I got a mic. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Tight. Big shout out to the production crew here. They're doing an awesome job.
4: Lowbrow, we're uh, actually releasing every other week right now a thing called Saturday Sportster with Todd Muller. Yes, Todd I, I've been seeing that. So that's what I've been really doing a ton of.
0: Uh, you guys edit- got to watch out because you're going to make Todd too big. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to ask for more money or he's going to leave. You know what I'm saying? Well, he's
4: at the age of almost retirement. I know, I he, know. I he know. bought a house in South Carolina know, and every you. single week he's like counting down the days that he gets to go back. He has post <laughs> notes
5: on his door and it counts down every single day and he remembers it's the first thing in the morning. <laughs>
4: But uh, that, that series I've been editing as it's going on, so that's why we're releasing it every other week. So it's been filmed, but I've been having to edit those cuts in between also doing the normal lowbrow stuff. So, so
0: for people that might not be familiar, just give a little synopsis of uh, the Sports of Saturday. We came, or Tyler actually came up with the idea. He said, how
4: cool would it be on a Saturday to sit in your garage, watch somebody teach you how to build a bike without having to do any fabrication? Really, you can bolt on everything that we have at Route Customs and make a bitchin' bike from a stock Sportster. So we call it the Saturday Sportster, grab a couple beers, or chai teas or whatever the hell you're into liquid or, death or t- <laughs> liquid, and,
0: and liquid death I'm giving you a shout out liquid death yeah. so,
4: so <laughs> yeah and basically you sit there with Todd and he just walks you through step by step on taking a bike apart and then building it back up in this series we're doing a tracker style bike because hooligan bikes are cool and we got a lot of parts that can make those um and it's it's the response is insane.
0: How how are you finding? Because Lowbrow's put out. We've all been around a while. And we all put out different video content. We used to put out the whole videos, two hour things. How how is it? How is like the series stuff going for you? I feel like it's building hype. You know, people are really mm-hmm. excited for that
4: next episode to come out. They're like, oh, I wish it was every week. I wish it was coming out. My Saturdays are not the same without Todd. You release know, release it
5: early. Do it on a mm-hmm. Thursday.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and
0: it's helping sell parts too. You Just know, making sure this is more Todd.
4: Yeah, more Todd. <laughs> more
5: Todd. Is Todd
0: here? Because I want to fuck with him. He's not. <laughs> All right. We
4: yeah. tried to get him to go, and he's like, ah, i, yeah, I, I got to save my time
0: to go to the beach. And he's got to <laughs> record <laughs> a new... Well, you, you're here, so... So what's going on in the world of uh, social media, and uh, how how are you liking your position over at Lowbrow?
5: Oh, I freaking love my position at Lowbrow. So Lowbrow
0: yeah. is fucking salt of the earth shit. Like, I know Tyler <laughs> since he was just starting.
5: Yeah.
0: And it's it's cool to see the progression, like, of how fucking crazy you guys have gotten. Mm-hmm. And... um. But tell us a little more about what you're doing over there and what you got going on.
5: Uh, Just to tie in with the Saturday Sports Star, I mean, we've been getting so many people sending us all their, you know, hooligan, tracker bikes and everything like that. Super cool to see, you know, what we're doing. People are also doing following along. Yeah, everybody loves Todd and playing the drinking game every time he says, (laughs) "woo." super, (laughs) super fun. So that's my shout out to Todd. Um, But, yeah, it's just it's cool to see. You know, the community come together and the you know how hype people get and how happy they get and it's it's just fun to see that.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's engaging for people mm-hmm. that you live in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the country somewhere like mm-hmm. and I'm not saying the middle of the country it's the middle of nowhere, but you yep. you live like twenty hours drive to anything. Yeah. You can see that shit and fucking get involved. She also started our TikTok, which
4: we didn't know what that was. She's young.
5: Yeah, it's TikTok.
0: I don't
4: know what that was.
5: I'm young, but TikTok is younger than I am, and that's difficult. (laughs) So, (laughs) we're learning.
0: (laughs) I'm sure you guys have to do this too. When any new social media comes out, you gotta sign up so you can get the name. Yeah. Yep. Some motherfucker, whoever has chop ahead, you're an asshole on TikTok. <laughs> fuck you, dude. Like, yeah, fuck that and guy. So like, why? Why? Why do you have that? But I had to sign up and I had to do Chop Ahead official. And I put two posts up and I, I don't really understand what I'm supposed to do with it, but everyone's like, "Yeah, dude, you can like blow shit up with that." Oh, yeah. So what's what's oh, TikTok yeah. for for the for us that don't that don't um
5: know? A TikTok for for lowbrow at least is exactly. really our chance to um, show everybody the behind the scenes at Lowbrow. Everybody okay. seems to love that. Lo- everybody loves Dove. Um, we call him Doug, um, but people like to see that inside. And what you see in those videos is really what it's like. We're really like a family, and we're really that goofy, and we really have that much fun. It's not like when the camera goes off, it's like back to work. But that is our work day, and yeah, it's yeah. super fun to share that with everybody, so they know, you know, it's not, it's not scripted. It's not, it's never scripted, um, and we just love to laugh and.
4: And for some reason, for some reason, seven out of ten people think that all we're doing is drinking beer and building choppers all day, and really we're not doing (laughs)
0: spreadsheets and fucking doing dumb shit. And and I hundred percent. The chopper DVDs, everyone thinks it's just a party all day. I get it.
5: I mean, perception. don't get us wrong. Yeah, we have our fun, but yeah, it is. There's spreadsheets and numbers and, you know, you have to use your brain a lot.
0: But it's <laughs> when you come to shows like this is when you have the fun mm-hmm. yep. because it's also our vacation. Yep. yep. And that's what everyone doesn't understand. It's like, all right, going to yeah. blow off steam because back to the grind. Yep. So it sounds like different social medias kind of have different strategies or different purposes.
5: Yep. So yeah. TikTok is
0: behind the scenes. Yep. What's what's Instagram and Facebook?
5: Um, they're a little bit behind the scenes. Uh and also to show off, you know, everyone else's bike. We love yes. to share what we see because it's so super rad. They, people might be doing something we've never done or never have thought to do, so it's super cool to see Celebrating like customers, that. Yeah. celebrating them. Plus, yeah, there's no yeah. shortage of
0: people that are using your parts. Yeah, we're, we're like not Lowbrow
5: Customs without, you know, our rad customers, so we love to show them off just as much as, you know, they like to talk about us. Absolutely. And then, you know, going to events. I'll be in Daytona next week. Um, so, I try to do a little bit of social media, every platform for when I'm at these events. Try to go live, try to, like, I hit banners all around here, you know, so there's scavenger hunts and things like that to, just to, you know, keep everyone interested and keep it fun, you know? Hell yeah. Yeah.
0: What's coming up for Lowbrow that people should know about? Oh, we
4: we just announced on the way here.
0: I saw some weird cryptic <laughs> announcement.
4: Lowbrow get down is happening. We, have, we haven't done it in two years. Yeah. And that's the party in the woods with the hippies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Party and in the woods. We didn't answer any questions. We nope. didn't say anything about where it is. Nope. But if you know, you know. Yeah. And it's it's at the same place we've always had it, and <laughs> it's the lowbrow get down party, and party everyone's fucking stoked. Yeah. So it, yeah, the I've pandemic, never been to
5: it, so I'm stoked. Newbie. <laughs> How I'm long li- have you been there? Uh, three years. Going on three yeah, years. So you've, right before, yeah. So you right before she went down. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm a little nervous. I've I've heard things.
4: And then uh, fuel Cleveland's uh, hopefully gonna be end of July or mid August. I'm not
0: sure yet. I'm looking at a venue, whatnots, and uh, yeah. yeah. So I have to ask you in a public situation. <laughs> what weddings do you have planned for next summer, so that I can? Full speed ahead, absolutely none. Okay, all right, <laughs> just, just wondering. I'm coming, I'm coming, Truth. <laughs> yeah,
4: you, you let me know the date, I'm coming. <laughs> me and Tyler are gonna be there, yeah,
0: dude. I love it, man, because like we were just saying with Scott, like every place has its own thing, its own flavor, its own city behind it. Fuel and Mama Tried have never been a bad time ever. I appreciate it. Both rad cities, I encourage everyone that's listening that's not here. go to these fucking shows. Don't watch, don't wait for the picture feeds. Like, go to the shows Mm -hmm. because it's such a good time. And you get to hang out with people and create more of a bond with people and um, more of an interaction with people that means more than just social media. Social media has its place, absolutely. But you get way more out of it when you're
5: there. Mm -hmm. I won't
0: keep you guys, man. I know we gotta go. Anything anything else, though, like before we... uh,
4: Nothing that, but I love you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For everyone that's listening, they can't see the flush that's come over my face. And uh, if the bartender could get Truth some more drinks, because he's out. He's, he's so everyone, so everyone knows. Don't
5: give him more drinks. We kind of went,
0: we we went overboard last night, as we always peruse we say Friday we're going to try and take it easy we went overboard my plan is to drink through the podcast so I can get through the podcast yeah. and then I'm not drinking again until we get to the shed later yeah. you guys go to the shed party? yeah shed oh, party sure. absolutely yeah. you should all go to the shed party everyone, yeah. the problem is most of the people listening to this won't hear it until next Wednesday yeah. and the shed party will be over and mama Try will be over and you'll feel like an asshole for not making it yeah. out but then just That's your fault. use that as mm-hmm. empowerment to make sure you get to the next show
5: and then make sure you get to feel Cleveland
0: Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. It's the only show I've never missed one of. I appreciate it. All right. (laughs) Hey man. Fuck yeah. Thank you guys for coming out.
5: Thanks for having Uh, us.
4: You gotta shout out all the social medias. Lowbrowcustoms.com, baby.
5: Baby, what's yeah. the TikTok? Everyone's waiting. Lowbrow Customs is, is uh, on TikTok, yeah. At Lowbrow Customs, at yep. everything.
0: Yeah, at, at Lowbrow, Lowbrow Customs, Customs on everything,
5: everything. and uh, so yeah.
0: obviously you're a little more ahead of the curve than me because all the <laughs> motherfuckers are getting my name on shit. <laughs> and if you go, the most annoying thing is if you go to the Apple Maps. Chop ahead Customs for some reason is some dude in Indonesia claimed it. So sir, even sir. when I try and get home, it says 5,934 miles away. Thanks, dude. Yeah, thanks, dude. <laughs> fucking, you're doing me awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fucking love you guys. Hey, we're gonna drink later. Too, well, Thank- no, we're not gonna drink later. Liquid death. We're gonna later. drink liquid death later. <laughs> All right, brother. Thank you. All right, you man. guys have Thank a good you. one. We'll see you later. Thank you for coming on. Now it's gonna go bad. It's only gonna get worse. It's only gonna get worse. It's gonna get darker and weirder in darkness we got Zach Doom from Heavy oh shit and uh Bobby good times Did someone say god
3: building choppers and drinking beer fuck yeah I don't do either you don't do either
0: <laughs> you build bars <laughs> those and days are over <laughs> so I just like saying for anyone that's seen Chophead Volume 1 Bobby's the dude that's smashing a 40 bottle over my head I an built, old English I, bottle that's when I built when choppers was still and drank beer yeah <laughs> well both of you guys are sober now right Sort of. Kind of. Sort of. <laughs> Alcohol-wise, right? Kind of. Yeah, so Zach is the hardest guy in choppers to kill. He came back from encephalitis. And I've, I fucking just love seeing you guys. Fuck yeah. But what's going on? Dude, you got a whole line of bars happening. Yeah, it's so picking I, uh, up.
3: Yeah, so I, I basically decided building choppers was just too much of a pain in the ass and a ex- big expense. So I was like... Let me just do some small shit and see how it goes. And, you
0: had too many knuckleheads.
3: Yeah. And I don't want to, I don't want to, <laughs> I, I like that. You don't want to bog out them all? I just all. want my motors sitting on a, on a bench so I can look at them. For when one blows, you can put the next one in? Yeah. When I, put them, when I put them in a bike, then I don't get to look at them anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're sitting in the corner. And fuck yeah. So, how's,
0: how's it going transitioning from just doing the bars,
1: man?
3: Man, it's good. I, you know, I, I started doing bars because I couldn't find a set of bars I liked. Because I'm an electrician my whole life. Bending conduit was always my thing, man, so I did a set, and I was like, oh, those look cool, and then someone's like, hey, can you make me a, and then it just kind of took off from It there. spiraled, so right? It like, spiraled out of control, man. Yeah,
0: but if anyone's looking for a good set of U.S. made, handmade, Dude, yeah, I, stainless... there's no hydraulic bender here, it's all, no, yes, it's right? all that,
3: right? <laughs> <laughs> a, a $300 trick tools bender.
0: You get the oh, you get the trick tools. Yeah. You don't get the JD. But I had
3: a, actually got a die made for it though. So
0: did you get the die? I got the die made. So you can do the tight bends. I got the, the bends that you ain't gonna buy. Yeah, from the, drag ones, the ones that are in the bender, and I have to beat them out because they're. Still they won't gonna, stick out. They, they won't come out. out. <laughs> Fucking, what's going on with heavy, man? I know you had a new release, the new the new shirt and hat.
1: Yeah, I got a new shirt, new hat. Um, my artist weighs dead. We're just uh, you know, still doing our doing our thing and. Uh, you know, just stoked to be back getting on the event schedule again and, you know, stoked to be at Mama Tried. See everybody. Absolutely,
0: man. That's the the fun shit, right? Like, that's the fringe benefit, right? We get yeah. to go to work, but I work's never realized, hanging out.
3: I because I just would build a bike and show up at a show, and I wouldn't have to make a t-shirt. Like, the, all the shit that goes involved with Sucks. that stuff. I was like my t-shirts aren't done. Where's my business card? Yeah. And now I see people walking around with my damn name on their back of the yeah, shirt. You fuck know. yeah.
0: The it's best kind of thing crazy. about having a booth is that you got a place to hide. <laughs> the worst thing about having a booth is you got a fucking booth
1: that you're beholden to. A place to come find you.
0: So Zach is my behind the scenes So for anyone that doesn't know He's my behind the scenes producer of the Big Truth Podcast yes. He's always on the hunt getting me good guests We got some fucking rad shit coming up for 2022 and, uh, We got like dudes that are on like FBI's most wanted list Coming onto the podcast what, Whatever happened Perante. to crime faces Dude, I'm calling them out publicly Thank you bud Thank you Kenny Cupcakes Fucking keep me lubricated um, so is it true, when I was on with you, didn't Crime Faces call you during our... No, no, he, we, he was coming on. I, I lo- Everyone who, if you don't know what Crime Faces is, it's the most hysterical Instagram page that there is. It's just a guy who commentates street fights and, and professional fights as well. And, um, and he's a guy from New York, and he, you know he's from New York, but he was going to come on, but then we just... It's hard, man, it's hard, like, scheduling... Dude, I'm working seven days oh, a week. It's hard getting a time when everyone can...
3: That guy's a gem, though, man.
0: Like, even the last episode was, that, was Mike from Judge. Oh, yeah. Dude, we awesome. tried to do this for, like, eight months. Like, and then it finally happened. And, and it, of course, it happens on a day I'm on an hour and a half sleep, like, right now. And I'm interviewing, like, the straight-edge dude. And I'm like, no, fucking... <laughs> Fuck. Oh,
3: that's a legendary hardcore singer, though.
0: Yeah.
1: But, what, uh, dude... You got a lot of shit going on up in Minnesota. Like, uh, July 9th is a full-tilt boogie. We've done it for, I think this is our 11th year. We're going back to the same date. So, Mikey, we're doing July 9th. That's cool. <laughs>
0: so so the best thing about the Big Truth Podcast is it's also a conduit for everyone to plan their shows. So, so we all can plan it apart. We, where the fuck is fucking, we need... a. Uh, we we need fucking uh, Walter from New Jersey here, so so we can get him on the yeah. agenda. Cause now he's doing like ten shows, like who the fuck knows? What else is going on in fucking Minneapolis? you uh, do yeah. you
1: do bike nights? Yeah, I'm in Minnesota. We do a uh, bike night. Usually do uh, six of those a year from April till September, and uh, you know that's been a lot of fun for us for sure. Have bands play, bikes, custom vans, vendors, first Thursdays of the month. Fuck yeah, dude. Now.
0: This is the type of shit that's rad. Like, you got a clothing company, you build bikes, you put mm-hmm. on events. I know you're in fucking how many bands? Just one now. Just one now? <laughs> it's down to one? I can't, I can't do it. I can't do that <laughs> anymore, man. Still in trouble, right? Yeah, trouble, yeah. What's going on with trouble? Any fucking... Yeah, actually, uh,
3: our tours. Our tour was planned in 2019. Yeah. And it's finally coming to fruition.
0: Where, uh, and, uh, US, so it's Europe? Not, it
3: starts in Europe. And it'll probably make it to the U.S., but there's some big shows in there.
0: Yeah. yeah. Big shows. You going to South America?
3: No, not yet. No, not yet. It's mostly, uh, you know, Ireland, Finland, Sweden, you know, where metal lives. It does live down in the South America. The true metal. Yeah. <laughs> the the, we the go true where metal. <laughs> we go where metal lives,
1: dude. What, uh, what festivals are you playing at? Uh,
3: one is Sweden Rock. I mean, how many one.
1: people show up to that, you think?
3: Man, I don't know. With the COVID, but like 40,000. 40,000. Right? 40, so That's that. ridiculous. Yeah, I think we're playing the Merciful Fate Night, too, on the main stage, which is cool. Can't the next mind. one we're doing, the one with the
0: Scorpions. That's what I was just going to say. European festivals are the best because it'll be like the Scorpions, Iron Maiden, Metallica, <laughs> Blood for Blood, and fucking. Yeah, agnostic
1: know, Front. <laughs> agnostic <laughs>
0: Front, and Solace, or like fucking, or, or like Trouble. I
1: yeah. did
3: one of those, and dude, literally like. Dude, Biohazard was there. Made yeah, a yeah. stage, like uh, Cichlidol was yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. They had like a hardcore stage, a metal stage, a doom metal stage. And had Alice Cooper and Kiss on the big stage.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, it, yeah or like Earth, Wind, and Fire or something. <laughs> Shit that doesn't yeah, make any sense, show, but works. Man. My favorite Chop Ahead event was the fifth anniversary when it was Solace and Gangrene. Gang <laughs> it's the
3: best.
0: <laughs> and the best is I don't care. I'll put them on blast. Gang Green's rider was, they didn't care about money. I just had to fly him out and get him a certain amount of cocaine. And that was all we had to do to pay Gang Green. And if anyone knows Gang Green, then they'll understand that. That's the fucking best. I
3: I got a funny story. I I actually, the the weekend of that show was CBGB's last week. open. Yeah, And I went to see Reagan Youth. Before I came up to Rhode Island, that's right. That's and I right. fell, aside, I passed out in the Lower East Side on Alston Street in my, yeah. <laughs> in my rental
0: car, and I was like, I gotta be in Rhode Island. Like how long? Is I'm playing a show in like three hours. But It's, it's yeah. like Jimmy G. Then the, he that leaves New awesome. York like two hours before the show. I
3: got some good gangrene stories too, man. I'm not even gonna go down that road. Man.
0: Yeah. Well, are you guys recording anything?
3: Uh, yeah. Well, the album has been demoed for a while, but we couldn't so trouble does it differently man like we we will rent a house and then we use our own sound guy to record the record so with the COVID, we couldn't get a house we couldn't get the guy in town but so it's demoed we just got to lay it down so it's ready to go man so uh we'd signed a new record deal with uh Heart records with a the label they put out the whole back catalog and are putting our new record out so
0: so is, that, is a new record going to coincide with the tour?
3: Yeah, uh, we're trying, but we don't think we can get it released by the tour. The tour starts
0: in June. Because it's like still June like a six-month delay on vinyl, right? <sighs>
3: yeah, I, I would guess the record might come out next year, 2023.
0: Is it going to go uh, streaming first?
3: I would guess, yeah, probably streaming and then vinyl, yeah. So the, actually, the Hammer Heart records are putting out, like, dude, the probably the best reissues i've ever seen man like the vinyl quality the colors the
0: packaging oh man
3: it's i hear the i don't have them all but i have like three reissues trouble phenomenal
0: there's a lot going on with that that's like a good industry right now yeah
3: and this this label really wanted it and we wanted a new record too so the back catalog and and that where
0: can people find actually this how many different styles of bars do you offer? Or do you do, like, custom shit, too, no, like, by I, request? I, I,
3: so I don't, have a, I don't have my own bar, like, signature bar. Every handlebar I've done was bent. hey, I like that. Can you do this? Can you do that? So I do one-off. The guy will tell me what he wants. And I'll basically bend it live. I'll, I'll, put the, I'll FaceTime it. Live, like, here's live the, bending. Like, <laughs> here's the clamp. Here's the bender. Here I go. And I'll bend it in real time. Like, how does that look? Yeah. Oh, that's perfect.
0: Okay. All right, I'll and I'll polish it. then you're, it. Then you're you like, know,
3: ready Because, you roll. know, you, you, you get a handlebar, and then you don't know what's going to want You know, they can see it live in real time. So,
0: like, just one-on-one with the client? Yeah. Fuck it. yeah, man.
3: And, uh, because that's the way I would want it. There's, like, that's, that?
0: like, the most personalized service yeah, I've, like, <laughs> ever heard of. Yeah, <laughs> man, yeah and, and, thing, and,
3: you know? and it puts the, puts the person involved. I'm just going to
0: have you do all kinds <laughs> of stupid bars now. I'm going to be like, hey, Bobby, I want to FaceTime. Let's... Can we talk? I want to do, like, some... Bavarian pretzel bars? Yeah. Can we do that?
3: I'll try.
1: Fuck You'd yeah. You'd be,
3: be amazed what I can do with a tube of metal, man. Can you do, can you
1: do up, upside down 10 speed bars?
3: I think so. I think so.
1: That's going to be the chopper shit for 2023. But I saw those new, did you see those like
3: black blueto REV bars? I, 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 I visualized in my head I, I cannot, like that's next level, man. Like I, I was thinking like, man, I, I don't even know where, how he got that. Like, I'm thinking about how he bent that bar.
0: Are you getting at the point now where it's, you're going to quit your day job?
3: You know what? I'm going to retire in five years, so I'm not going to quit yet. So I will, though. I got, I got four and a half years until I retire. That's how old I am. Yeah, so well, I'll be 55.
0: It's fucking crazy. It is crazy. I wish I had my setup here so we could call Keith right now <laughs> and just deliver like a... Dose of ignorance into this. Oh but man.
3: <laughs> love him. Listen.
1: What's coming up? Uh, anything else coming up with uh, with heavy? Um, we'll be at the Donnie Smith Show in St. Paul, Minnesota, 23rd, 24th of this month. Where's that? Uh, St. Paul. Minnesota. St. Paul. Yeah. All right. I, I missed it. Yeah.
0: And where can where can everyone find? Uh, More information about Heavy
1: and then about Um, your bar company. On uh, Instagram, at Heavy Clothing. You can find me on there. Uh, The store is heavy.bigcartel.com. And the bike show is Full Tilt Boogie.
0: Fuck yeah. And uh, for everyone that's looking, Heavy is a sponsor of the podcast um, just because we're friends and you help fucking do producing behind the scenes. So um, all that stuff will be on the show notes. You don't have to remember it. What about, uh, where can people yeah, find so, out more information about the yeah, bars?
3: So I, my, my nickname is Bobby Goodtimes. And uh, so I didn't want to have my company be called Bobby Goodtimes, <laughs> although it's pretty, pretty fucking cool.
6: But yeah,
3: yeah. I decided to call it BGT. So it's BGT, just custom bending. And I do other stuff too. I, I, I build, I'm building a bike for a customer, and, but mostly small stuff. And uh, just uh, hit me up on Instagram, you know, Bobby GT. And uh, that's about it so far. I don't have a website or anything like that, but I'll get it out.
0: And for everyone that knows, we all just vend together now at every show, <laughs> and it's like the best thing. It's United. Like, United yeah, we <laughs> just, we just the unholy <laughs> trinity, Chophead, uh, yeah, Bobby, Goodtime, Boss, and, the and uh, Heavy. Have arrived, yes, right? absolutely. Oh, so fuck yeah, man. has arrived. Well, fuck yeah. Well, I can't wait to be done with this so I can go back up there and fucking hang out yeah. but fucking good having you guys uh, we got gonna get to the to the next I appreciate everyone that's coming on the podcast I know we got a line to get through so let's uh, I gotta just keep it moving thank fuck you, yeah man thank you fellas who's that I can't see shit the, I'm blinded oh shit whoa shit was scared me we got upstate New York's finest coming to the stage, Tim from Gigastat Cycles, purveyors of the best inverted front ends and rear brake caliper setups that there is, yeah. what's happening, oh. FXR master,
6: Yeah.
0: <laughs> help me out here dude, come on,
6: <laughs> well what we like to do is uh, take the Harley performance part, and then bring it... Make through. it perform. Yeah, make it pre- make it perform. Not just big motors, you know, big brakes and things like that. Everybody's got motors. Not just doodads. I- exactly. You know, we have we have some stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, our, our claim to fame is our inverted front ends. And, uh, you know, FXRs, dinas, Baggers, uh, Sportsters. Uh, we do a lot of the um, inverteds for the hooligan bikes and things like oh, yeah? that. Yeah, so...
0: So, what got you into even starting that up? Like, like, did you just see a need, or like, was it just something that was
6: always an interest of yours? I went with Biltwell and Mikey and his wife Kat to the Tail of the Dragon with an FXR. And the uh, Tail of the Dragon in that whole Maggie Valley area, uh, the, the front, we, I had a brand new pair of Dunlops on my FXR, and by the end of the long weekend, the front one was all cupped and bald and because the 39 millimeter, with, even with good brakes, PM brakes on it, it was rolling underneath and it was squirming around and I couldn't keep it on line. So I, uh, I came home and I got some uh, sport bike legs and I figured that I can make some pieces to retrofit it to the, to the FXR. So
0: actually, before we even go down there, tell everyone a little bit about your background because you're like an engineer or yeah. a
6: machinist. Yeah. By schooling, I'm a mechanical engineer. I work in, uh, by trade, I'm a, a tool maker, a mold maker, and uh, I worked for somebody for 22 years, you know, doing all kinds of. Uh projects for General Motors and Eastman Kodak and some medical companies and gun yeah. companies.
0: and I only say that so people understand that your shit is backed by experience and knowledge in these areas. It's not just like, oh, that looks cool. Let's make oh, some more no, no, trees Oh, no, 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 it's, all, it's yeah. all fully
6: CAD designed. It's all prototyped and things like that. And, you know, a lot of friends in the industry and things like that, they get to be my crash test dummies. That yeah. I, yeah, they put parts on their bikes and I <laughs> ask them how it works out for them and, you know, what they think and improvements and critiques. That's and your R&D team. Yes, no, yes. Yeah, R&D team. R&D that's, D that's team. How you yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so So how long have you been doing this? Uh, I've been in business, I took the plunge in 2007. Okay. So. And so, like,
0: save, because your inverted front ends is one of your biggest things. It's, it's yes. And, uh. Like, what is, like, talk a little bit about, like, for people that really ride, like, what is the benefits of having that over the stock
6: setup? up? The, the benefit of the inverted front end is, basically, it's, it's more rigid. Uh, it's, all, the, all the strength is in the top. We put uh, nice billet trees to go along with it, so it, it's, the strength is there. I call it a, we get a benefit of you, you get big brakes on top of it you get yeah. sport, sport bike brakes on top of it yeah you can stop yeah yeah oh yeah and and you'll notice that you'll start wearing front tires out just because the brakes are that much better and the and the tires actually wear because they're actually stopping the bike yeah, and yeah. not just gliding so that's uh not just coasting yes know, absolutely uh, yes so, and and then, then we, we actually... Now, is there, is there more endos that are happening? Unintentional endos? Well, well what guys t- tell me <laughs> is, is they they get too hot into a corner and they spike the front brake and the thing will high side. And they, and they never had that issue before. before. Yeah, so I, I warn... So a lot. fucking
0: take it easy.
6: Yes. Learn, learn your new setup. I warn a lot of new customers that... They'll they can, go full Picard. Yeah, Picard. Yeah. Be careful with it, <laughs> Absolutely. I've never watched an
0: episode of that by the way. I just oh, know no? the dude's name. I just, <laughs> I'm just I'm a rapper now, LeBron's fonts, and uh, the, the is <laughs> the only thing I can rhyme with that, so there we go. Um, so. yeah, I said LeBron's fonts. <laughs> what what what's um what else uh what else you got going on? I, I know everyone knows the front ends, but I brought a rear sports-to-brake yep. caliper set up well, for it, a it, chopper I'm building,
6: it, yes, it's, 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 and it's, it's badass and it's good, stopping power. Th- thank you. I, uh, a lot of the other components that we use for the front, we get requests, hey, you know, I want my rear brakes to match, you know, so we- to work. Yeah, well, th- there's that too, well, plus the FXRs, you know, is, is generally what I'm, I'm constantly building FXRs. Yeah. So, in- the newest one is a 2000, so it's already 22 years old. So the newest one's a clapped-out hunk of shit. So and most of them are mid 80s in the early 90s. So they got some miles on them, and they're just worn out. And the stock Harley brakes were shit to begin with, and you know, 20 years old, they're double shit. So. <laughs> We, <laughs> you know who sponsors this show, right? Well, <laughs> no, well that was then. That. That's the 1990s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just fucking around. So, but at any Stabby. rate. Stabby. So, we we put that all together, and then we put different floating rotors and different brake pads and things like that. So. Yeah.
0: And I noticed, I think they're probably paying attention, because on the Pan Americas come with a little bit better brake setup. Oh, yeah. Some Brembo's and stuff. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, what, so is is your favorite? Yes. Setup? Yes. What are, you, uh, what are you working on right now? Like, I know you always get something, a couple of, couple of coals in the fire.
6: Well, yeah, I'm, I'm very interested in the new Softail ST because it's basically, in my opinion, a modern FXR. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, we got one that hopefully will be showing up sometime soon, and we can take a look at it to see what we can improve on that. On
0: that Lowrider ST, is, does that have an inverted front end?
6: Yes. It does? Yes.
0: Interesting. I didn't even, I, I yes. forgot, I, yeah. I didn't even
6: look. And it's got supposedly decent brakes on it too so I'd, I'd love it if i didn't have to do anything no just ride it but
0: at the same time there's a room for the development yeah some better things.
6: yeah it's got t-bars on it just like uh you know it, it's basically the bikes we were building yeah already so you know we just got to change the exhaust and get it to sound like a harley instead of a sewing machine so and then uh <laughs> they got enough power yeah, you know, it's not, not like the old days.
0: No, it's crazy. It's crazy just in general. What kind of power is coming out of bikes now? Like no matter what size it
6: is. Oh yeah. Like in
0: cars. Like well, four cars. cylinders
6: are like. Well, if you geez. think about the like the 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 V six Camaro, you know, has more power th- than the top of the line big black yeah. had back in the day. Yeah, yeah. It's you like know? how it's And, and it's, it's got a. I watch this thing on. Uh, I watch these dumb stuff on YouTube and. uh, Motor Trend Channel and stuff like that and they had all these jacked up cars that they were they were racing and the, the goal the goal was is to race around a road race course to beat the rental car the V6 rental car yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and only one beat it
0: what what, what one
6: uh, I don't it was some like l- race car esque yeah, yeah. thing but you couldn't drive it on the street very well
0: that said there's something about idiot power and not having a good suspension system. Like, like I had a Plymouth Duster with a 440 jammed in it. Sure. And, you know, doing 30 or 40, if you hit it, it start roostering around. Right. And that thing was swaying all over the place. There was a certain fun to that, but it's not like getting into, like, a BMW or, like, a fucking
6: Tesla or something. Well, well, that's the bad thing about the electric stuff, is you don't get the noise and the, the the power, you know, you have the, the power, but you don't get the noise and everything to smoke and everything that goes with it.
0: Our uh, shop hand, his father got a Tesla yeah. and he brought it to the shop so I got to drive it. I've never been thrown back as hard when I stomped on that. I'm not getting a Tesla because I'll not have a license in three weeks, but I never, it's, it's fun in its own way. I don't want one. I don't desire well, one like I'm. Well,
6: they don't have the styling or anything like no, that. No, it's, just... it's inside.
0: It's absurdly plain. Like there's nothing in it right. except for some big
6: flat top screen. Well, that's why we all ride Harley's though, instead of yeah. A Honda. Yeah. You yeah, know, exactly, if yeah. you want a reliable, powerful motorcycle, you ride a Honda. Yeah. You wouldn't ride a Harley.
0: Performance uh, handling motorcycle or whatever. Yeah. But, um, but that said. Like, you stomp that Tesla, the power is instant yes. and throws you back. Like, I've, I've been in a ton of muscle cars. I've had a ton of muscle cars. I've had a ton of built-up cars. I've never, like, I almost got, like, whiplash. Like I was, he's like, be careful. I was like, nope. Boom. And then, but it's his father's car, so I had to kind of be cool.
6: And there's no transmission?
0: No, that's no. insane.
6: With that said, are you going to do anything for the live wire? Probably not. No, Christian Newman and I are are pretty good friends, and he's always prodding me about electric stuff because he wants to, you know, the the wizard, he wants to come up with something. Yeah. Yeah. Now,
0: I understand there's probably a governor on it. I've never ridden one, but if it's anything like that Tesla, people are going to fucking die. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because it's just like, it's just there. Yeah. It's insanity. It's it's fun. They go.
6: Yeah, I, th- I thought Harley brought, broke them away, and now they're their own product line now. rather. Than, I don't know. I'm... Yeah, like Livewire product instead of Harley Livewire. Really? Yeah, I okay. thought that's what they were doing, something like that. Don't so, know, don't care.
0: But, <laughs> but <laughs> um,
6: what else, man? What else you got going on? Like front ends, brakes. Oh, we got a, we got a Sportster trip planned. We're going to take, a, like a group of 10 of us are going to take a, Sportsters and ride them off-road. Uh, for for a thousand miles. And, Where? Uh we're coming we're coming yeah, I don't know if uh it's called the BDR. That's all yeah, these yeah, up, yeah, off yeah, road yeah. trails. Yeah. Which one though? The one the There's mid- one in
0: Massachusetts. I'm gonna take the Pan America
6: when mid- I know it actually runs. The mid Atlantic. We're doing the mid Atlantic first. And then, then the next one we'll probably try is the one that starts in New York and goes up to Maine. Yeah. You know, we'll do that as a second one.
0: Yeah, because that one I think cuts through me.
6: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'll meet you on that. Yeah, okay. No, no,
0: no. I don't have a sports, but I can get one in well, time. Pan America works. <laughs> yeah,
6: yeah. So, but yeah, there's there's like ten of us that are going. We're all committed to it, and then uh, are you when, gonna uh, document it at all? Yeah, there's a couple guys that YouTube guys coming and things like that. So yeah, when's but, that? Uh, it's it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's the beginning of the summer in May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So.
0: What, are you, you're not supposed to
6: talk about. No, this well, I don't want too many people to show up. To be honest with you. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so don't worry about when it is, and just follow Gigastat to yeah. see when it happened and follow and then, it along. Then, then you
6: can come. Then we'll we'll plan something for next year. Yeah. Yes. I let was, let
0: them R and D the route. Correct. Figure it out. Correct. And then come strong the next year and yeah. open it up. because
6: well, I, I was part of the Builtwell team that did the the Nora 1000 with yeah. the, the Frijoli. Yeah, and, yeah. And, then, and then we did the inverted front ends on that and stuff like that. So this is where that sort of stemmed from is where's, where's Bill and and all the guys at Billwell, they were talking about, you know, they, they got the Billwell 100 and, and stuff like that. And I'm thinking, well, you know, that's cool, but that's out in California. Said, yeah, yeah. I live in New York. Yeah. You know, that's know, that's a, that's a big commitment. So yeah. we... we put this together.
0: The good thing, though, is with doing the off-roading sports and stuff, you live in upstate New York, so you got plenty of trails and uh, off-roads and fire roads and whatnot to test things out on. Now, is that something you're thinking about getting into, is some more on-off-road or adventure type of uh, product line? We,
6: we do already have. we got a long-travel suspension, front suspension for that we did for the Frijoli, and we have different um, models of that, you know, different... Parts, and then we got the one that we do for the hooligan Sportsters that I personally think is a better one for if you want to ride more on the road and off road and, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. So we got a couple different versions on the trip, so we'll see w- which one works better for what we're doing. Yeah,
0: yeah. So it's 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 also some built-in R&D. Right? Yeah, yeah. And,
6: and I want it to be for some you know, like Mikey was talking about with the Saturday Sportster and things like that. There's all kinds of Evolution Sportster's out there for thirty five hundred or less dollars. Or less, yeah, yeah, less dollars. That you know, you don't have to spend.
0: Although the last year has been weird, man. I've been right. Like it used to be, like all right, you can get an Evo Sportster for like two grand, and now clapped out ones people want like four or five grand. For right, them. Like, right,
6: yeah. What's wrong with you? know, yeah, you can overpay and get a really nice one for thirty five hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so you don't have to spend twenty grand on a Pan America and have fun. No, no, yeah, no. So that's uh- what are you trying to say, dude? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> So, but I've never bought a
0: new Harley in my life. And that's what made me... I was like, I support this. It's a cool yes. area. And then I get it, and I get it to Arizona, and it fucking shits out. Computer glitch. Jeez. I'm like, fuck this fucking thing. And there thing. was no parts? No, no. That's, no one even knows what the fuck is even wrong. Like, really? Because it's all computer shit. Like, They didn't give
6: you another bike to...
0: They offered it when I was already on the ride home. Oh, I like, see. Like, yeah, thanks, dude. That was two days ago, three yeah. days ago, yeah. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to keep fucking jabbing that as much as I fucking can because I'm in the fucking homeland for that shit, so fuck you, motherfuckers. <laughs> um, I think we got someone else coming up. Where can people find out more about what you got going on and uh, following the stuff that you do because it's interesting stuff? Like, seriously, if you're, in a, if you're into riding your bike and you really want to get the most out of it, you got to contact this
6: guy. Yeah. At Gigacycle Garage. Uh, is our our website's Gigacycle Garage and then we're at GigaStat on Instagram.
0: Fuck yeah, dude. It's always good seeing you. Absolutely. You I'm going to right, I'm gonna see you in a little bit. Yeah. We're going to drink. Okay. Thank you, thank you for coming on, man. Thank you for coming on. All right. Who's next? It's like you don't even know. I can't, I can't even see shit. I, I'm just blinded. So I got to wear a hat like that. Swiss, How we doing, what's happening, bud?
7: Dude, fucking another day.
0: Another day. It's hot, hot as fuck. Swiss is a uh, hooligan class rider. Yep. I, we raced I, last night.
7: Yep, we raced racing the hooligan class. I wasn't supposed to race, but I raced anyway. Why weren't you supposed to? I broke my collarbone in December. Then a doctor was like, don't do that. So I showed up anyway. Is
0: it any worse today? No. Didn't tell you, doctor.
7: No, we, had a, we had a great fucking time last night. We, yeah. Seriously, I can't tell, like... There's no one there. There's no one there. Yeah, don't worry about it. There we go. All right. <laughs> no one cares. i like, <laughs> like... my mom here? Yeah. But no, like, uh... Hooligan racing is the shit. Where it's just like, go have fun and... Explain
0: for for people who might not be as familiar. You're you're someone involved in the hooligan class. What does what is hooligan class? So the hooligan class
7: is hey I I cracked Uh, anything uh, 750 CCs or bigger. Yep. So they're like. Does it uh, cap out? Doesn't cap out. Uh, AFT has a cap at 750. So hooligan is like no go bigger. Yeah. And it's. the only other regulations are you cannot modify the frame. So you can't cut and weld. You can't fucking change the geometry. They're like, so 750, 750 cc's are bigger and go nuts. So as
0: long as the frame is yep, stock, stock, yeah, you can put one of Tim's front ends on.
7: Yes. OK, and get yes. that. Oh, yeah, that, that that he, he, he helps us out. Yeah. And
0: uh, JJ Flaherty makes
7: parts for us, too. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah, and JJ does a D-rate kick because with flat track, you want to kick it back a little bit. So that's where you get the edge, where you're like, hey, we can have bolt-on parts, but we can't cut... Yeah,
0: you didn't alter the frame. Yeah, exactly. The stock frame. Yeah. What what are some of the most important kind of upgrades if someone's like looking to break into that class? I mean, you just mentioned a couple, but...
7: Yeah, um, biggest upgrades are just like horsepower, where... If you know how so it, there's no regulation on what nope, you do. You, you, get, you can boost it up. Like uh, S&S makes a uh, 1250 cc kit. Yep. So you can take your 883 Sportster and you can do a you can do a 1250.
0: Do you like the hammer? Do you have you tried the hammer 1275? I have not. Okay. I think I need to. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean that <laughs> every ounce, right? Counts. Yes. Hey, there's no replacement for displacement. Yes. What got you into even racing in the first place?
7: Um, my older, oh, How long have you been racing? Um, I've only been racing for five years. Okay. I'm old. Not old, old, but I'm old. Uh, both, m- both my older brothers race motocross uh, up in New Hampshire. So I came like, oh, I was just the guy that hung out and I worked on their bikes. And but I was like, I am deathly afraid of jumps. Like, I can't jump a bike. I can't wheelie a bike. So I'm like, yeah, like, cool. You guys do your thing. So then I was like, oh, uh, Rusty Butcher out of California used to post all the videos of like, hey, here's this hooligan thing we're doing and literally I just found him randomly on Instagram and I'm like, I want to try that so I'm like, easy, it's flat no jump, so I'm like let me try that, and I think I was 35 or 36 I'm like, let's do that Yeah. and I was like, fuck yeah, this is Right fucking, at the this age when broken
0: bones means something
7: Hey, but, uh, yeah, yeah, at the age where, uh, yeah, where the broken bones cost a lot more money. it take longer to. Hey, Ooh, that's here. a strong one. So the first race I ever did was actually an AFT race. So, like, American flat track. Uh, Jeremy, who's the promoter, he does Flat Out Friday. Yeah. Um, first race I ever did, uh, they did one in Cleveland. And he was like, hey, he randomly hit me going, yo. I need hooligan racers in Weedsport, New York. He goes, that's like, Googling it, he goes, that's by your house. I'm like, yeah, I know where Weedsport is. I'm like, that's a two hour drive. He goes, come race. So my first race ever, I'm on a fucking AFT flat track race. So I'm like, okay, these are like pro
0: pros. Yeah, these are dudes that- Yeah, these guys- You're the only dude there where it's your first race. They
7: know what they're doing, and I'm the guy going, I don't know what I'm doing. But uh, I met uh, J.J. Flaherty, Dave Kilkenny, nicest guys in flat track, and they're like, "You got this. Don't worry about it." So
0: it's pretty supportive.
7: Yep, the the of... hooligan community and the whole flat track community in general. It's so supportive, where they're like, "Yo, day one, day 5,000, They're like, "No, let's just have a good time."
0: Yeah. So there this is no dirt, no no jabs. No... Yeah,
7: it, it, it's not the the. They're not sandbagging you.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Your first race, you're going with people who have been doing it for a while. A long time. You're watching.
7: <laughs> yeah, you I, I basically watched what's, it? what's
0: that feel like? Like, you know um, what I mean? Oh, oh I was. Trial my, by fire, right? I was like, shit my
7: pants where I'm like, these guys, I'm like, it was a three eighths mile track. And they're pushing like 110, 120 miles an hour. And I'm sitting there going 50.
0: Have you ridden a track yet? No. Yeah. But, so fucking, here's the but theme. They're, just they're fucking like,
7: do they're it. Like, they're like, let's go do this. They're yeah. like, let's bring you in. We're gonna get you into this. I'm like, just scared shitless. But they're like, no, you're fine. They're like, let's bring you in. Let's make you comfortable. And they're like, and especially the hooligan class, they're like, no, there's no bullshit. They're like, we're here for fun. Yeah, yeah. Period. Like we have to go to work on Monday. Yeah. So let's. Have we all good. want to go to work. Yeah exactly i'm like i'm a diesel mechanic so i'm like yeah i got to go to work on monday so that one they were like exactly they're like that's our mentality is let's just have fun don't get hurt if you're over your head throw your hand up get off the track let's just have a good time
0: so what was your mindset going in it were you like i'm fucking gonna try and really win this or am i just trying to get through this I was just trying to get through it, where I'm like,
7: I don't know what's gonna happen, and but they're so supportive. But I was like, instantly, I'm just like, I want to finish a lap. That was my that was my mentality going. In. I'm like, I want to do one lap. How many if, were there? Uh, ten. Okay. And but I did it. I did all ten laps. Got off the track, and they're like, Hey, you finished. I'm like, Thanks. We're like, You got to do it again in like ten minutes. <laughs> I'm like, You guys are fucking kidding me. But. What? That's that, That's their mentality Or they're like, no, you're gonna get better every time you go out.
0: What was the difference the second time for you when you went
7: out? Uh, basically, they all just kind of like, they're like, prop me up or like, you're gonna go faster this time. They're like, but don't ride over your head, but go faster. And they just kept pushing me and pushing me. They're like, we're gonna make you a better rider. And I was like, this is fucking insane. I'm and there's like, no
0: way other to do it other than doing it. Just do it,
7: yeah. And that's the entire hooligan scene is like, you just gotta fucking do it. And like all those guys, especially that first race, but then like the second one I did was a flat out Friday in Cleveland, but they're the same thing where they're like, and uh, Scott who owns a fuel cafe was there, and I wrecked hard in Cleveland. And he goes, you know what you did wrong? He's like, you didn't find your break. So he's like, next time you're gonna find your break, let's do this again and they just kept boosting me. I'm like, this is fucking amazing. So how long
0: did it take for you, or like how many races did it take for you to like get from the beginner, just trying to get through it, counting the laps, to like where you felt comfortable or actually competitive? I still don't feel comfortable. Well, you probably <laughs> no, you never um, should, right? Because I, yeah, that's no, no, when shit uh, goes wrong when you take I'll it just too I would say much. like
7: five years later, I'm like, I'm comfortable the race and I know how to push my limits, but at the same time, it's like with everybody else, I'm like, I still got to go to work on Monday. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, hey, whatever. But that's what they go. To. That's the whole hooligan mentality is, or that's how it started. They're like, yeah, we, we have jobs. <laughs> we, we, we have to pay bills. Like, So we do this for fun. But at the same time, they're like, but we're going to push each other and we're going to fuck shit up.
0: Yeah, so because it's, it's like anything, right? Like yeah. the more experienced people are the crazier it kind of gets so you jump in exactly when yeah. you jump in and there's already been like years oh, yeah. of development and, like and skateboarding right like Exactly. when yeah. Ollie was the new trick and then the new kid comes in and that's the first trick he learns yeah he's like, like already he, yeah, he's further. like I
7: already ollied here's here's a fucking uh, 360 flip yeah, 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 and yeah, you're yeah, like
0: yeah. well i'm going to hurt myself
7: and we do push ourselves like that but yeah. we tri- the big thing is like have fun but try not to disable yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah. How much prep goes into your bike before a race? Uh, What's some of the main things you got to do?
7: Big thing is obviously, like, maintenance. Just, like, oil change, uh, clean your fuel tank out, clean the carb, like, just basic shit like that. But then it's like, oh, let me uh, tires. Tires are a big thing in flat track. Sure. So it's like, hey, let me, uh, they call it rasps. So, like, scrape your tires down so they get texture on it so you're like oh cool gets more grip more grip more traction faster you go how
0: many uses do you end up getting out of it though (laughs) i'm still on my first set of tires Oh okay Uh, in five years uh,
7: five years um because i don't race a lot okay um most guys that are like at least two sets of tires a year with me i'm like i just don't race enough to do that and shit tires ain't cheap no
0: no you got
7: a sponsor? Nope. <laughs> what, what's hey, a uh, tire sponsor. Um, <laughs> well, I'm what a, are you running? Give them a shout out. Dunlop. I would love a what, what, uh, set ones? of Dunlops. Uh, DS3s. Yeah, all right. Well, if, maybe there's someone. <laughs> I, I, I know they're here. They, they always come out and watch us do this stupid, reckless shit. But.
0: How'd you do yesterday? <laughs> okay.
7: We're not, not going to talk about so, that.
0: So, you finished. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't crash. You didn't crash, okay. Um
7: What's kind of your favorite? I'm, I'm, I'm drinking a Bush Light, so that's that that should be
0: a sign of uh, how I did. I didn't even know that there was still Bush Light. We found the Schlitz uh, fucking brewery, yes. and we went there to the to the old dinner club. Nice. That
7: was nice, dude. Uh, PBR. I'm a I'm a PBR fan. Okay. Yeah. Again, I. But, sorry. No good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rave if you guys could get a uh, PBR that'd be great because you don't have PBR
0: and it's made like
7: it's made in Milwaukee yeah
0: just saying Um, (laughs) like it's local (laughs) what what's now that you've got a few years under your belt like what's your
7: favorite part of this like like Um, honestly the community just the friendship like seriously everybody I met It's like instant friends. And it's like, there's no drama. I mean, like, obviously, everything in life, there's drama. But it's like, in the racing scene, but the flat track, and especially the hooligan class, it's like, there's no drama. They're like, hey, we're just here to have fun. And
0: you can't beat that. Fuck yeah, man. Where can people find you to get more information about you and your racing and things like that? You can find me on Instagram, at
7: swiss. Cheeks. S-W-I-S-C-H-E-E-K-S. Swiss
1: cheeks? Yes. Okay.
7: That's a different story for another time.